it's Tara Bryan, and you are listening to the Course Building Secrets Podcast. All right, everyone. In today's episode, I want to define the three phases of becoming a business owner and, uh, and really looking at what my journey was as I went through kind of taking the traditional route, right? Like I did everything I was supposed to do. I went to school. I got the MBA. I... Um, you know, established, uh, worked in corporate, established a business, and um, and did all of the things, right? So I've owned a digital learning agency for the past 16 years, which has been great. I love all of my clients. I love everything that we do. I love the team um, and all of the things. However, what I found was I never really got myself out of the business to the point where I was able to grow and scale it in the way that allowed me to um, kind of get to that next level of growth and freedom for myself, my family, and ultimately getting to that point where I was able to separate my time from the work that I was doing. And so I really went on, on a journey to discover how to make that change. So I want to walk you through some of that today along with sort of the three phases of becoming, I call it becoming a business owner because um, here's what typically happens is, you know, you're in your job, you're, you're doing your thing, you are a really good technician, you really love what you do, and you kind of have that inkling that there's something else out there, right? Either you want a different level of freedom, you want to be able to help more people, or honestly, you just want to sort of work on at your own pace on your own terms. Right, And so you kind of get to that place where you're like, okay, I'm going to go out and do my own thing. So however you decide to structure your new business opportunity, what tends to happen is you take your, um, your expertise, your craft, your thing that you have been doing in your work and take that and serve clients. Most of the time in some type of done for you or one-on-one capacity where you're training your time for money. So a client comes to you and says, I need this project done or I need this thing done or I want this thing created and you um, then fulfill on that need and then they pay you, right? That's the exchange. So it's really, um, you know, taking what you were doing before and, um, and going out and helping people solve a particular challenge that they have or a service that they need. Um, one really, really interesting um, definition of that that I just recently heard was that, you know, when you're in corporate, you have a job, right? You have um, sort of you're in the confines of the job. People are paying you for the service that you're providing um, within the organization. When you go out on your own, initially, typically, you just are creating your own job, right? So you own your job meaning you don't have a boss, you don't have um, someone else who's taking, you know, maybe some money off the top and, and just paying you a salary, but you own your job. Your work is really related 100% to trading your time for in exchange for money. So that's the second phase is you get into this place of either being a freelancer, a coach, a consultant, um, or, you know, something similar to that where you're actually just exchanging your time for um, money from someone else. That's the second phase. Then what tends to happen is you get to a certain point where you can do that effectively 
and um, but you get to a certain point where you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot physically do this anymore. I don't have any more time to devote to helping more people or to, to help the people that I already have. And so you're maxed out. So at that point, you go into another phase, which is how do I um, get more done without just using my time? So typically, there are two different ways to do this. You either go out and you hire a team. So you hire other people who can do the thing. So then you're using their time in exchange for money, right? So that's one way of doing it. And um, or the second way of doing it is you find out a way to leverage your time, meaning you find a way to separate the time that you're spending from the value or the exchange of money that that client is giving you. So for example, if you're doing just one-on-one -on -one coaching or consulting right now, you could change to a group consulting model and that would take you from one-to-one -to, -one to one to many. That allows you to separate your time. So say you had you know, one-on-one -on -one appointments, say you could do five one-on-one -on -one appointments a day. If you were just to change that to one group appointment where all of those five people were able to be in one group call, you have just leveraged your time from five hours to one hour. That is still providing high value for your client, but you're delivering it to multiple people at the same time, meaning your time is compressed. That is a second way of growing and scaling. But everyone gets to this point of how do I grow and, um, and deal with this capacity issue that you have? And I'm gonna tell you when I started the agency, I got to this place um, fairly quickly uh, in terms of being at capacity. So of course, because I'm an overachiever, I can handle more clients. So I just worked harder and I worked longer hours and I was able to sustain that for a little bit of time. Um, and then I became a mother um, and a wife and all of those other things. And my time now was more fractured. So I had to make a decision. Do I stay where I am and keep the clients that I have and not grow anymore? Or do I grow? So I chose to grow. And I and then I looked at that, that next phase and I said, all right, do I hire a team and um, you know charge for their time? Or do I start looking for ways to leverage my time to so I could separate the time from from the money from the value and I chose the direction of hiring a team and I gotta tell you I went up to this line many many times over the past 16 years and it wasn't until I finally made the decision to um, really look at both models and start building both models that I was able to see how powerful uh, kind of sort of the stopping of trading hours for dollars became in growing and scaling an agency. So not only does it help you um, in terms of leveraging and maximizing your team members' ability to serve and to start looking at how to change their time to money model, but also it gives so much power to the fact of how do you start looking at creating systems, creating process, creating automations uh, 
that leverage your time, leverage your ability to help clients in ways that um, don't require you to do more things or take more time. So even before I was able to sort of collapse that customer experience, like I was talking about earlier with the one-on-one to to one-to-many, I started to look at this, like how do I create ways that we can sort of um, eliminate all of the redundancies, all of the things that are happening in the business that we're just sort of recreating and every single time we have a new client, right? So there was there was this sort of uh, 50 first dates process that was happening where every single time we had to write an email, every single time we um, introduced somebody to our process, every single time we um, created a project plan or project updates, we were doing that from scratch. So we really, the first thing that we did was went through a process of Um, looking at how do we make that a repeatable process and then how do we automate that process so it didn't take up um, people's time when it wasn't necessary, right? So it's sort of like customize what counts um, and keep the rest standard. That was the first process we went through. Then the second process was, okay, so how do we start looking at what we're doing and how we can serve clients better and per, but still personalize the experience. So that was automating a lot of the parts and pieces of the process and coming up with some ways that like, this is what we always did, so let's create this as a, as a template and then customize the things that counted. That was the, the second thing that we did. Then the third thing that we did was really look at how do we eliminate um, our time from that, de- that deliverable, that the money aspect of it completely. And really, to start doing that, you need to shift the way that you're thinking about how you help people. So there are the three different ways, right? They're do it yourself, done with you, or done for you. Um, and when you're in that only done for you model or the one-to-one model, it's really hard to think about how to um, put people in a different place so they can start experiencing what you have to offer and you offer it um, in, in a greater capacity. And so that was then the next step, which is how do you create that done for you or that done uh, do-it-yourself and the done with you parts of our process so we can um, not only have more people who are able to experience what we have to offer, but package it in a way that really gets people to that point of being able to consume it without us actively working with them um, all of the time. And that's when the business changed. That's when that sort of revenue ceiling stopped. That's when the roller coaster of feast and famine, you know what I'm talking about, the income and expenses, like, you know, you still have um, your fixed expenses that you're paying, but with every um, new client, you start fulfilling on the client. And so then you, you know, your revenue goes down because you're not out selling as much, right? And, and so you have this, this roller coaster that's constantly happening. That's when all of that changed. And being able to really see clearly how to not own your work, not own your job, but own your business really comes into play. And owning your business without the complexity of you know adding to team every single time you have a new client because you can't fulfill on the number of hours that you uh, that it requires to have that new client 
And, um, and so that's the transition. And that's why pivoting, you know, some or all of your business into some type of one to many automated digital product is so powerful because it puts you in that place of, of, you know, breaking free from that time to money model and be able to scale and have some consistent revenue coming into your business. It makes all the difference. So that is my tip for you today is really look at where you are on the journey. Are you owning your work? Meaning you are working for someone else, but you own the work that you do. Are you owning your job? Are you a freelancer, a consultant, a coach, um, or even a, a, an agency provider who's working one-on-one -on -one with your clients? Or are you owning your business? Meaning you are able to step away from the time to money model and serve your clients or your future clients in a way that doesn't require more of your time and your team's time, right? You kind of get out of that hustle and you're able to uh, repeat the things that need to be repeated, automate the things that need to be automated, and serve your clients still at the highest level. All right, there you are. I hope that this was valuable for you today just to really kind of reframe the way that you are thinking. And there's no wrong way to be in this journey. It's just, you know, when you look at what your goals were when you went out on your own, your goals were probably to have more time freedom, to have more ability to do what you wanted to do on your terms, right? You want to take a vacation, you want to, you know, walk your kids to school, you want to do some different things in your life that don't require you to sit behind a desk nine to five. Those were probably some of the reasons why you went out on your own. My question to you is, are those happening right now? Or do you need to make some shifts in order to really look at how do you separate the time that you're spending with people from the value or the exchange of money that they're giving you, right? If you are hearing things from your clients like, well, how many hours did this take you to do? Or, you know, how many hours will this be? Or what's your hourly rate? Or th different things like that. You are in a time for money uh, model, meaning you're exchanging your time for somebody's um, perceived value with a dollar amount, right? And, um, and so that, that game becomes something that um, if, if you want to win, meaning if you want to have some capacity and not be you know, burnt out and, and working too much, you've got to figure out how to maximize your ability to do that. So imagine um, one, you know, if you could choose the one-on-one -on -one clients you wanted to work with and you had maybe, you know, you put a cap on it, like I'm only going to work with two one-on-one -on -one clients a month and the rest of it is all going to be, um, you know, either group or automated. So you're not actually working with them. Like, what does that look like versus what you're doing today? Uh, and, and really being able to shift that perspective uh, will help serve you so much as you're going through the journey of really looking at how do you own a business um, that you can sell or scale or, um, you know, do whatever you want to do with that um, that will actually grow bigger than you and what you're doing. So there you go. I hope this serves you today. I appreciate your time. If you love this podcast, please rate it and, um, and uh, of course, subscribe and send that off to um, any of your colleagues that may benefit from this as well. 
All right, until next time. Hey, everybody, wanted to come on at the end of this episode and let you know about an event that's coming up in August of 2023. So we are super excited to announce the second annual Gamify My Course Camp five-day challenge that's coming up. It is totally free. And listen, what it's going to do is help you think about how do you add participation? How do you add more engagement and opportunities for your people to actually get results in your online programs? And each day we're going to jump on live with actionable tips for you to be able to do that. So I would love to invite you to sign up for the Gamify My Course Camp which is going to be August 7th through the 11th with a special bonus session on the 14th. So come and join us. Can't wait to see you at camp this year because listen, your kids get to go to camp. Other people get to go to camp. So I think over the summer, we should all go to camp as well. All right. So we're going to do fun activities like tug of war and um, archery practice and different things like that. So go check out our page at uh, bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 2023 underscore gamify. That is how you can get a hold of us in the show notes. There should be a QR code and this link for you to jump on and register. It's totally free and would love to see you on August 7th. All right, there you go. Have a great day.